0: Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic Podcast number 890. July 25th, 2022, it was 99 degrees on this day on two occasions, 1941 and 1999. And it was 50 degrees on this day in 1891. Well, 1999, Aquaside was in business keeping beaches free of weeds and algae, swimming beaches, White Bear Lake Company, uh, we are in the hydro swimming season, and Aquacide products will keep your swimming beach looking lovely the entire rest of the summer with products made right, bear, right there in White Bear Lake. And uh, these products are easy to use. They work quickly. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe. There's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquacide today. Explain them what you're looking at. What do you got there? They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop, here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. Uh, A rather sad note, uh, we've reached the peak of our summer temperatures in this neck of the woods. Uh-oh. It's all downhill from here. Oh. Oh. It's not even oh. August well, yet. Well, I know. You might, get you... The, you might get the stray 90, but it's all downhill from How here. could you
1: <laughs> complain after the day we had yesterday? I wish it was that state. All wasn't that lovely? Was that was, San was Diego. the best day of the year. Wasn't that lovely? It was just oh, lovely. Oh, gorgeous. Word.
2: Yesterday.
0: Gorgeous. Uh, we, uh, we find that the period between July f- 24 and 25 is when the nation as a whole is at its hottest, but then we begin to go downhill. Mm. And much of the country is sweltering, as they say. Sweltering. Okay. Sweltering. Yeah. But it's July, and that happens, but... Uh,
3: Someone did send the Garage Logic Twitter account a graphic in which, I forget what television stations, you know, was spewing the nonsense of the, the Earth's on fire, and they were using the feels-like temperatures on their graphic, mm-hmm. not the actual air temperature. Oh, oh got to no, go with that. the feels-like. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, Al Gore's back in the news. Is he still around? I didn't yeah, even know that. He yeah, he we lost on, Tipper, right? He, I, I don't know. Is that right? Tipper Gore, I'm going to look right now. Uh, Gore said Sunday that now is the time to act on climate change oh. as the U.S. experiences record heat and wildfires rage across Europe. Uh, they're saying that if we don't stop using our atmosphere as an open sewer, that's a new one, mm. we're using the atmosphere as an open sewer, and if we don't stop these heat-trapping emissions, things are going to get a lot worse, Gorse told ABC This Week co-anchor Jonathan Carl. More people will be killed and the survival of our civilization is at stake. Hold on.
3: Mm. Hold on. Uh, we don't know that.
0: That's why the heat records are being broken all the time now. That's why the storms are stronger. Why the ice is melting and the sea levels rising and why the droughts and fires are hitting us so hard and so many other consequences. Okay, just ask yourself a few questions as I read this. Uh, When asked if Biden should declare an emergency, Gore said he'll have to leave it to others to parse the pros and cons of such action. But there is more that Biden can do. The EPA can take action to further limit emissions from power plants and from tailpipes. And the Supreme Court Decision did not take all their power away, Gore said. We could stop allowing oil and gas drilling on public lands. And he could appoint a new head of the World Bank instead of the climate denier that leads it now, appointed by his predecessor. But Carl noted a recent focus of the Biden administration has been lowering gas prices, which has meant asking countries to ramp up oil production. Isn't this counterproductive in terms of climate agenda, Carl asked Gore? Gore said people need to avoid confusing the short term with the long term. Mm -hmm. This should be a moment for global epiphany. And the voters and the public in countries around the world need to put a lot more pressure on their political leaders, he said. Don't forget the fact that all 50 of the Republican senators uh, have been against doing anything on climate, even though the vast majority of the Americans want it. No, they don't, Al. You're lying. All polls show that it's not registering as a concern. Okay, first of all, you can't take this clown seriously. <laughs> but but if, if people did, what would you do tomorrow? There's nothing you can do. Right. There's nothing you can do. If every internal combustion engine in the world did not run tomorrow, there wouldn't be any difference in what the temperature is tomorrow.
2: Correct. Or five years from now. Um, I was confusing... Tipper Gore with Elizabeth Edwards, John Edwards' wife, a presidential candidate. She did die from breast cancer. Their names aren't even similar, are they? They weren't, but I remember it was somebody that was running for office and his wife. And, uh... Well, Al, there's a paradox
0: uh, that the Daily Mail has been reporting. The, uh, the drop in air pollution has increased global warming. Say because, what now? Well, because clean air does not contain aerosol particles that reflect sunlight and cool the earth. <laughs> Current pollution rates are thirty percent lower than they were in the year two thousand.
3: Boy, being woke is really
1: confusing. It really is. You tough. guys, you should know when it comes to global warming, climate change, you can say anything, That's say true. anything you want, and it's received as fact.
0: Mm-hmm. Pollution keeps our planet cool, but we've gotten rid of the pollution thirty percent since two thousand. That's contributing to the warming.
1: Such, I've got about 20 tires that are
0: going to go on the burn Light pile. them up, baby. <laughs> I'm
1: going to fill them with diesel and throw a match in there. Well, that's an expensive fire.
0: We have international researchers on this case. They've determined current pollution rate is 30% lower than 2,000, but warming from carbon dioxide emissions increased by up to 50%. Pollution particles like sulfate and nitrate are known for reflective properties typically found in exhaust. Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, Murphy. I can't go on with this. I, I just can't. I, I, you get these morons like Gore who come on TV and then return to his house, which has enough electricity to power a small town, <laughs> and, and they say we must do something immediately. What? You can't do anything. You can't do anything. Short of ending life as we know it...
3: Which some would be happy to do.
0: ...by freezing us in our tracks... And then hoping that that had some result, what would you do?
2: What would you do? There's, an, you can't because it's too big, right? Nature's too big, and you're going to get you're going to get wildfires that are going to wreak havoc with smoke uh, billowing, and then you're going to get some rain and floods. John Hite, yes, sir. See if you can find
0: anyone who's reported. And how the yosemite fires began in other okay. words was it a lightning strike was it intentional was it a uh, an uncared for campfire yes you Chris? know
4: we had eight storms mm-hmm. uh, last oh, Chris, year which cost choice? america
3: <laughs> i love this one
4: well more than eight, eight than on. a billion dollars per storm yep. you get out it's in front far of you. cheaper to recognize what's coming
2: and cure the problem ahead of time. <laughs> what is coming? What is coming? <laughs> and do what? Right. Do time. what? Put a up big
0: wall. Yes. This has yeah. nothing to do with the environment
3: because the only thing they can do is manipulate your behavior. Some of the West Coast fires, though, those were started intentionally,
5: right?
0: Well, I'm trying to. I want height to get on that. Okay. you summon, looking, I don't want those sequoias to burn. I'm. I'm. It's I, on uh, a six of today's paper. It is Star,
1: Star Tribune. Why? How it started? Uh, I'm working my way through it here.
0: I'll
3: Started to let Friday. Kenny do that. I won't read it. Started fri- Friday. You like a nice tree, Joe? Let's I all do. just be quiet as I read. All right. That'd make a very good podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs>
0: a Podcast in which we hear somebody not read. <gasps> the it's Silence Podcast guys, uh,
3: coming soon. Do you guys have words
4: that when you were growing up you pronounced incorrectly? Yes. Oh, you, of course. You, and so. then you found out later. Uh, Joe I still does. I Thought it was Yosemite. Yeah. I thought it was Yosemite. It's it's Yosemite, though, yeah. I'm aware now.
1: Or, as Joe just said a few minutes ago, Yosemite.
0: Yosemite. A combination
1: of climate change, intense drought, and overgrown vegetation over the past several decades has increased the likelihood of devastating, fast moving fires. We still haven't gotten to how it started. Shouldn't we be taking
0: care of overgrown vegetation?
1: Yes, as the hated President
4: Trump might have mentioned his first year in office. A story from yesterday, middle of the day, says the uh, California fire officials say the cause is under investigation. Okay. Mm. That's, That's from yesterday afternoon. I don't know if there's an update. I'll keep checking. It's reported,
0: just it's just reported as fact by the likes of ABC that the fire is driven by climate change. Well, it's spontaneous combustion. It just, you know, <laughs> right. boom, it's on fire. It's driven by much climate like, change. You
1: don't know like that. Much like Spinal Tap drummers, they just... Burn. Hasn't California burned
2: <laughs> since the beginning of time? I think yes so,
1: sir. Yes,
2: and sir. that's kind of why it's desert-like in Arizona. It's got in California. Area. Yeah. It's a little dry. It's a path. It's, it's a, a little dry. It's a path.
1: This piece from the L.A. Times says, uh, officials have not determined what started the fire. Well, that means it's suspect. Sure. But it doesn't matter how it started, Joe. It matters what's fueling it.
0: Climate change.
1: And it's the climate. Mm-hmm. It's not that underbrush. So I got to clear the brush.
0: On this day in history on Friday, we got into a bit of a jam mm-hmm. uh, wondering how steamships were heading north on the Minnesota River, 350 miles.
3: We got some email, didn't we?
0: And we got quite a bit of email. <laughs> uh, here's one from Chris. Here's one of the 3,000 emails you probably got on you and the dum-dum's lack of knowledge of navigable (laughs) waters in Minnesota. As Kenny figured out, the Minnesota River starts in Big Stone Lake near Ortonville. It flows southeast through Montevideo, where the Chippewa River feeds into it, and Kenny got stuck on his phone map. It continues southeast through Granite Falls, Redwood Falls, and New Ulm, where it takes a weird 90-degree turn and heads northeast to Mankato. You would think Reivers would have noticed Minnesota's second longest yeah. river while he attended college there, but he must have had his nose to the books the whole time. Yeah, wait, 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 <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 yeah. uh, wait! Is the books a bar? Is the books a bar? Yes, it continues northeast until it dumps into the Mississippi near Fort Snelling, which is why the fort was placed there. The discovery that a steamer could travel upstream through the entire length was important because it opened the door to transportation and shipment of goods from Minneapolis and St. Paul to Fargo, Moorhead, Grand Forks, and Winnipeg. Big Stone Lake sits in that little nubby portion of Minnesota that sticks into South Dakota, South Dakota on the western bound boundary known locally as the Bump. At Big Stone, goods would be unloaded and taken on a short portage over the Continental Divide in Browns Valley before being reloaded on smaller boats in Lake Traverse. I'm finding this fascinating. Lake Traverse drains into the Bois de Sioux to the north, leaving the bump and flowing to Breckenridge, where the Otter Tail River merges with it, and it officially becomes the Red River of the north. From Breckenridge, the red was large enough for a steamboat, and bang, bang, boom, you could steam up through Fargo, Grand Forks, and Winnipeg. One of the Minnesota bodies of water I'm least familiar with is Spoon Lake. <laughs> But if there happens to be a creek connecting Spoon to the Mississippi, one day you could launch her in the boathouse and use this route to travel all the way to Hudson Bay. From the city of Winnipeg, the red continues north to Lake Winnipeg. Several rivers drain into the northeast side of Lake Winnipeg. And over the last century, many hundreds of years, American Indians, fur traders, and adventure seekers follow those rivers up into the Canadian mountains and down the other side into the Hudson. Minnesota's own newsman, Eric Severide, did this trip with a schoolmate just after graduating from high school, launching from the St. Cloud area and eventually reaching York Factory, Ontario, missing the first two weeks of his freshman year of college and almost forfeiting a major scholarship. He told his story in a very enjoyable book called Canoeing with the Cree. I search online every year and am usually able to follow someone retracing Severide's paddle trip every summer. I'm currently following a young woman on Facebook who is presently paddling a kayak downstream on the red near Buxton, North Dakota. Her Facebook handle is Expedition Alpine, if any Geller wants to follow along and see if she makes York <coughs> factory before the river frees up. She's a bit of a lefty, but you still have to admire a kid for getting out there. Good luck, Chris. And I have a note from Bill Stein. I think I got a couple of notes on canoeing with the Cree. After listening to the Minnesota Red River Dust Up Friday, I was reminded of the great book Canoeing with the Cree by Eric Severide. In 1932, novice novice paddlers, Eric Severide and Walter Port launched a second-hand 18-foot canvas canoe into the Minnesota River at Fort Snelling for an ambitious summer-long journey from Minneapolis to Hudson Bay. Without benefit of radio, motor, or good maps, the teenagers made their way over 2,250 miles of rivers, lakes, and difficult portages. Nearly four months later, after shooting hundreds of sets of rapids and surviving exceedingly bad conditions and even worse advice, The Ragged Hungry Adventurers Arrived in York Factory on Hudson Bay with Winter Freeze Up on Their Heels. It was published in 1935, and I found the book fascinating, especially the fact that they made their trip to Hudson's Bay by leaving St. Paul and the Minnesota River, first heading south, then west, and finally north via the Red River of the North. Quite an ambitious journey by two young Boy Scouts. Good luck recovering just fine from covid Hmm. Bill Stein. I didn't know he had but COVID. I think the other guy said they launched from St. Cloud. They went upstream.
1: Yes, they did, all the way to York Factory. It's always been my dream to recreate that trip of the great Eric Severide, only uh, using a canoe. That just seems asinine. Uh, I'm going to get one of those. Uh, they used 800- a canoe. Yeah, that's asinine. That, that's downright stupid is what it is. I'm going to get one of those 800 sea and just
3: blast up there. I'll
1: be there in three, four days. <laughs> and back to
3: Chris's email. He is correct. I should have known that. In fact, in Mankato, where it makes that turn, yeah. unfortunately, I would have been a block and a half southeast at uh, Blue Bricks Bar shirtless. So right. that's probably why I never noticed okay. the river flow um, okay. there on Riverfront Street. Okay. Copy
2: that. Copy. Yeah. Hey, have you been
0: enjoying your electric bikes from Ecofund Motorsports and all those gas-powered scooters that turn urban errands into adventures? I told
3: you about the one that's right back here in the parking lot. Yeah, we have one here. Mm-hmm. Was it a Bentelli? I think so. Was actually, there's
0: 25 one? different types of electric bikes at Ecofund Motorsports, two locations: the new store in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of Interstate 35, and a new uh, location in Burnsville that has opened this summer. It's uh, isolated. It's located right off 35W on the service road south of Pawn America. Look for the scooters and bikes in the windows. Here's the address, 14009 Grand Avenue, Burnsville. This is great equipment and they've got you covered for youth recreation, adult recreation, electric electric bike riding. Scooters And they're now a dealer for Vespa, Moto Guzzi, and high-end Aprilia motorcycles. Good selection in stock. New ones arriving daily. Great people at EcoFun. Great website, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Great locations, great service, full line of clothing, helmets, you name it. EcoFun Motorsports, Forest Lake in Burnsville.
2: Garage Logic is really happy to, uh, to brag about the fact that we've got some wonderful, wonderful footwear sponsors. And that, of course, is Chet's Shoes. Chet's Shoes is located in Spring Lake Park. And, man, do they have a huge selection of great shoes and boots, including Keen Utility, Timberland Pro, Danner, and many, many more top brands. Because Chet's cares. Here's the best part of Chet's Shoes. They now fit all of the United States through their website. So if you move away and you really know that, man, the Chet's really is a really good shoe store. Well, you can go online to get the best fit possible at Chet'sShoes.com. Yes, that's plural, Chet'sShoes.com. Buy your shoes and your boots the right way. Go to the experts at Chet's Shoes in Spring Lake Park or online at Chet'sShoes.com. They'll get you into the perfect shoe or boot. It's going to be a wonderful price, too. Chet's is a three-generation family-owned business. They know what they're doing. They do things the garage logic way. Visit Chet's Shoes in Spring Lake Park or shop them online if you're sitting in Florida or Washington or way up on the Minnesota River. Chet'sShoes.com. Chet's has the personal great in-store fit as well. And if the shoe fits, man, you know you've been to Chet's.
5: This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere.
1: No shortage of uh, seafoam at the local uh, big box store with the orange short silo out front. My goodness, I was in there this morning. They've got it by the case. They've got it by the gallon. You need seafoam. Get over there. But you know what? Seafoam, it's so widely distributed that it's... It's available everywhere, local equities, co-ops, uh, auto parts stores, NAC hardware stores all over the nation. It's everywhere. So if you roll into a random store and the shelf is empty or you get the last two cans, you, you need to uh, look yourself in the mirror uh, and ask yourself some important questions. What am I doing buying the last two cans when I should have a case at home? Uh, And that applies to myself, too. That's why I have another 12 cans in the truck.
2: (laughs) Do you you feel guilty that you're buying the last two cans? No. No, never, (laughs) Looking out for me.
1: Okay. And then the next time you're in there, buy 12 more. Then keep it everywhere, in the house, Mm -hmm. in the shop, in the garage, in the car, you name it. It's available by the gallon, the case. Uh, And if you've been stocking up on gasoline and storing it, mm, Seafoam is made for you. Nothing worse than today's overpriced gas that goes bad so fast. Put it in the uh, put it in the, uh, you know, you got a big three hundred gallon tank. Put in a couple of cans worth to keep that gas gas fresh. It's a true miracle. It's magic in a can. A wonderful
0: product in a world of bad gas. It's CFO. We were talking last week about uh, why politically identified groups believe they are deserving of some special recognition. Sure. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether it be the LGBT community or a Somali community. And, uh, I'm not fog myself. And uh, an emailer uh, from Fargo, Andrew, really came up with a pretty reasonable thought. Uh, the You're Not Special comment you made in reference to the Alphabet community's response to Dave Chappelle's show at First Avenue really triggered a line of thinking with me. A common sentiment that you often hear about identity politics is that it has only become a thing over the last 5, 10 years or so. To me, that recent 5 to 10-year period of time would suggest that something generational is happening. And so what is it about the new generation of adults that makes them so demanding that society plays so much attention on their identity? I suspect the answer is because their identity is all they have. I believe that what we're seeing is the result of a generation of children who are now adults who have been told their entire lives that they are special for being just who you are and nothing else. And now those adults are entering the real world and have to live and work with the rest of us who were raised to believe that you actually had to accomplish something in order to be deemed special. And it drives them crazy and they don't know how to handle it. Because if everybody is special, then nobody is special and that realization kills the only semblance of self-worth they've ever had and they see it as an attack on themselves and their entire generation. As a result, I suspect you could say that the level of prevalence and activism revolving around identity politics could be seen as the defense mechanism for an entire generation trying to cling to the only thing they've known that makes them special, and they're trying to bring everyone else on board to follow their line of thinking. And that is a sad commentary on that particular portion of society. Thanks to you and the gang for keeping the rest of us on the path of sanity. Andrew from Fargo. I think that's an excellent point. When you see a gal or a guy with, you know, a half-shaved head and then the rest is purple hair, right. and which is do whatever you want. I don't care how you cut your hair. And they've got a variety of tattoos and various bling and, and dressed a little differently than, than many people. That might be what they – that's it. <laughs> they're not going to work for Cargill and trading drain, uh, grain futures.
3: Right. No, no, they're definitely not doing that. So
0: what are you doing? You're you're being that person.
1: I always ask them uh... – Are are you in the circus? Well, I'm not going to ask that. (laughs) That'd
2: (laughs) be (laughs) be terribly unkind. You're being being that person, and you're being uh, your own individual self, but the corporate world has not adapted to that. Well,
0: and and so you're that person, and it makes sense. With Andrew Roy, you can't stomach the idea that Chappelle would
3: make fun of you, because this is what you are. I'm supposed to be off limits.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm off limits because this is what I've become. This is me. I don't really have any source of income or or any particular degree in anything important, but I am of the LGBTQ plus IAMPT1237814ZP2 community. Joe,
1: does it come from a place inside of them of being repressed or made fun of or the less than or— even um, being discriminated against? Do you think it
0: comes from that part of them? Well, it, 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 that could certainly be a part of the dynamic, but I think this Andrew stumbled on to just as legitimate part of the dynamic.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Chappelle opened for Chris Rock and Kevin Hart over the weekend at Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. and his opening line was, well, I had to sneak my way in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's just uh, there's by we saying you're not special aren't we acknowledging legitimacy
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, despite what you may have read about the news I'm okay and I appreciate the sport Chappelle said regarding the criticism over his Netflix special the one causing all this controversy uh, he said he gets it but he also said well I already spent the money yeah as in I don't give a bleep. Right. <laughs> right. It's going to the bank, baby. <laughs> right.
0: Well, everyone's subject to to being made fun of. Maybe I mean the comedians are worried that comedy is dying. Yes. It's it's it, there won't be any comedy that will that will directly in impact, impact creativity in the comedic genre. Genre. Yes.
3: Yeah. Well,
0: I have no more to say on that. I just thought his email was uh was wonderful.
3: Oh, and then Kevin Hart was uh, quoted as saying, My mama told me to tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have not seen Kevin Hart's bit on teachers, it's hysterical.
0: Are you guys aware that the Nook took the Matt Burke burger off yeah. the menu? Very familiar oh, cool. with that. That's my burger really? of choice
2: when I go to Shamrock's for the Nook. Yes, it's a double patty with uh, pepper jack cheese. And, uh, You're amazing bacon mm-hmm. and it's also at shamrock they had it <laughs> correct Is the same
0: people own both the nook and the shamrock
2: uh, casper's and running yes but matt's not really
3: doing himself any favors
0: matt's not helping out the cause well molly wrote a letter to the nook okay i sent a letter below to the nook earlier today after learning that they renamed the matt Burke burger over his vocal pro-life stance Dear management team at the Nook, I was extremely disappointed to hear you renamed your Matt Burke burger simply because some customers don't like his pro-life stance. While I understand that you are trying to do what is best for your small business after being crushed by our current leadership for nearly two years, I have some other menu snafus to point out to you. Oh, Uh -oh. okay. You have a burger named after another CDH and Viking alum, Michael Floyd. Is Mm -hmm. that true? Yes, it Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. In 2016, he was arrested and charged with two counts of driving under the influence after being found passed out behind the wheel of his car. Is that true?
3: Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. It he also resulted in his release from the team that drafted him.
0: He was found guilty and was sentenced to 24 days in jail, 96 hours of house arrest, and then was ordered to pay $5,000 fine and perform 30 hours of community service. This doesn't seem like the type of man you would want to represent your fine establishment. If the Burke burger has to go because of Matt's pro-life stance, I would encourage you to rename the Floyd burger as well. All right. Okay. Number mm. 2, the Clinic Queen dinner and the classic the Clinic Queen dinner and the classic King burger can be found on your menu. I find it appalling that you are attempting to place your food into such stereotypically gendered categories. This is very insensitive to your non-binary gender fluid customers, and you should consider changing those items' names as well. All Mm. right. Number three, the Spanish fly burger. You ever heard of that? no
2: I have <laughs> not uh, not tried that one yet.
0: The Spanish Fly Burger is also very culturally insensitive towards customers of Spanish descent, regardless of what the Spanish Fly actually is. The name implies some sort of insect. That insects are dirty, and therefore, it could potentially be interpreted as negative by someone. This must also go.
1: Wait My, a minute! I thought that had something to do yeah. with increasing I, your libido. Yeah.
4: I don't get an insect reference there at all. Yeah. Sorry. No.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, teenagers, yeah, that, that, their body makes that stuff naturally.
4: What's a Spanish
0: fly? Uh,
2: increases okay. libido. That's uh, something like that. Was like it a that. pill
0: you take? or
2: a adult oh, Spanish fly is a centered soft body sometimes metallic. Sometimes you like just effect.
1: off the Mayflower.
4: The Spanish sometimes. fly is a emerald green beetle in the blister beetle. Well, there family. you go. And this it's lady's widely, right. Well, it's widely thought to be a natural aphrodisiac.
2: You have to eat the beetle? I didn't didn't get that far
4: in the research. Let me check.
2: In ancient China, the beetles were mixed with human excrement, arsenic, and wolves' bane to make the world's first recorded stink bomb. And in ancient Greece and Rome, Spanish fly was used to attempt to treat skin diseases. While in medieval Persia, Islamic medicine applied Spanish fly named. Were you on the Nina or the Pinto or the Santa Maria? Were you down
1: in steerage? I was on uh, a Santa Maria and I never got up deck. Okay. As That's Mr. That, FYI, right. I got to
4: point out, Kenny, it's the Pinta, not the yeah, Pinto. Pint. Pinto, Pinta.
0: I know it's made by Ford. <laughs> well, I, I, I think you've all uh, stepped on Molly's letter. Molly is focusing on the fact that the fly itself might be insensitive to people of Spanish cust- yeah. uh, descent. Got, got away it. from
1: us there. Sorry right. about that. Got
2: it.
0: My three suggestions are not hyperbole. If Matt's statement that rape is wrong and abortion is wrong and two wrongs don't make a right is offensive enough to warrant a name change, then I suggest you look at all of your menu items. You caved to the woke mob once. I'm just trying to help you avoid further complaints from further outraged customers. Rest assured, I will not be one of them. As I am not willing to patronize a place that is willing to give in to this type of insanity, sincerely, a lifelong St. Paul resident and former customer. Huh. Well, I, I think the Caspers. I have to take that letter seriously.
3: Um, no menu item is will? safe.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, actually, I have their response noted. 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 Uh, is
0: the Nook that place? <laughs> Thank um, you, Chris. Right you across like the street from
1: Creton on Hamlet? Yeah, and they've got a little basement dining room and an upstairs. No, that's
0: Ranham Bowling no, Center, but they a, own that. There's a bowling alley next to it. That's I
4: beneath it. Yeah, Rand but Ham. the nook is We're literally kind of a small nook. nook. Okay. It's a tiny little. Yeah,
2: yeah, I have. But been there very good times. burgers. Yeah. excellent. Yeah. Which is why they bought Shamrocks on Seventh and Randolph because mm-hmm. they they need more room.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, go, to, to the emailer's point, sure, you could go after all of those and with burgers and whatnot. But again. Matt is not doing himself any favors. Seriously. He's, he's causing a lot of this.
2: See, I would say there's a distinction with Matt being a little more aggressive toward a controversial topic than Florida. Well, Floyd here's or, the problem.
0: Here's the problem. Matt doesn't understand politics. You lie like hell, and then well, when you get in office,
2: you do this stuff. That's,
1: you
3: got it all backwards. You're <laughs> too honest. I thought,
1: I thought you were going to say, because in my, just in my short memory, he's been the most vocal... Lieutenant Governor candidate we've heard in a long time. hasn't I agree. He? I Usually agree. they just lay in the background and not say much. And try I would not say to since May
2: Shank.
0: Well, even May she Shunk. wasn't that vocal. <laughs> oh, she,
2: she never said anything. Anyway. Was she Jesse's lieutenant <laughs> yes, governor? Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is she the one who touched him? Remember? Uh, should...
2: No, that was the transportation coordinator. Nobody uh, touched him. Um, he said, "Don't." Her touch name me. escapes me. Don't touch me. Doom 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 doom. What was her name? I don't. Know. She was running for uh, lieutenant governor as well.
0: Misha. who was the who was the lieutenant governor that Patrick said? I was his,
3: just going to ask the same thing. His can
0: relax; he's been found.
3: <laughs> 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 what the hell was his name? I'll he, him. he went into
0: the teaching profession, oh. moved out of state. He, I think he was Queez, Lieutenant Governor. Nobody ever heard of him. Oh, before. it
1: had to be a Republican because which, he doesn't pick on the Democrats. And which, he threw out
0: the first ball at a Twins game back in the...
3: Relax. Lieutenant Governor, did you call <laughs> folks,
0: Family of uh, so-and-so can relax. He's been <laughs> fouled.
3: Is said at a Twins game? right yeah, yeah, Quips Twins from game. the press box. Can't by remember what his name was. Oh, could you imagine if he pulled that crap now? <laughs> well, he would. Oh, God, no. Yes, he would. Really? Yes.
0: Yes. What he's a always a big deal? I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal.
3: He's screaming something out of yeah. the press. Yeah, box. yeah, but the press box now is a bunch of tech nerds Could that I got their get earbuds this name? in. I just texted him.
0: Just No, just Google Minnesota Lieutenant Governors. Okay. Oh, a woman. Uh, Was it Mae Shunk? No. A woman emailed me <laughs> and, and gets very oh, upset God. when I raise my voice particularly oh, oh, okay. Keep it down,
3: will you, Joe? She, she should hear what we're not recording. Yeah, we're going to uh, <laughs> show up before the show. We're you, uh, on. Could you on please
0: it. look up a list of I, lieutenant governors? A, a, a I, of, I think of Minnesota, someone, right? I think someone whose life Twins was, weren't out of town. was not devoted was to lead? town ball. Peggy would, Fanagan, Flanagan? Yeah. Michelle Fishbach? No. Tina for Smith? For God's sake, Chris. Really, uh, I don't Lou want to Lou Wangberg. Was he Queez lieutenant governor?
3: 1979. Okay. Lou I Wangberg
0: wasn't. Uh, uh,
2: Bemidji. Independent. KKBJ, home of the Beavers. The family of Lou Wangberg can relax. <laughs> That's a funny line. Been He's found. been found. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Wangberg.
0: Honest to God.
3: Uh, he would have served under 1979
2: Al Qui. Mm-hmm. Cool. where my mom was the official <laughs> calligrapher of the state of Minnesota while he was in office. Huh. Was that a paid position? Uh, yes. Uh, well, it was kind of at will. It wasn't constant. It but was... if she
0: had to do a, a bit of calligraphy, they slip her a few bucks? Yes.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was
3: the uh, the calligraphy story involving you where your mother got upset with something you did?
2: Uh, that's the first time she ever heard me say the F word. hmm <laughs> Uh, All you had to do was deny everything. She was down in her calligraphy studio and she was penning and I was, we had a cat. Penning. It's called penning. And and I was, uh, and penning I said. Yes. Um, And I had a cat and the cat was on my shoulders Uh and I didn't have a shirt on. And the cat got spooked and went, and dug. I mean just got some purchase (laughs) off of my shoulders right? and I immediately just went, fudge. Only I didn't <laughs> say fudge. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, as I looked at her, she <laughs> was, didn't say a thing. Yeah. The pe- the quill lifted from oh. the Ooh. paper. Oh, just, oh, she just stopped. She oh. didn't say anything. Oh. And I went, no, no, please be mad. Please Please be mad. you <laughs> <laughs> yelled at me. I,
0: I just walked that out. Seems of there. to be a
3: theme with you with your shirt off lately. I'm not taking it off today.
0: Daryl has more proof that the end is here. Mm. Okay. Speaking of that. Did you see the story? It's on the Drudge Report, and miraculously, it was not the tabloid British Star newspaper reporting this. Uh, A pilot flying over the Atlantic saw unexplainable red light, Mm -hmm. red glows, and I saw the pictures. They're fascinating. John, you saw it too, didn't you? In the water? Yep, I did. Mm -hmm. Well, he he didn't know if it was in the water or in the air. And then it turns out that in 2014, a pilot on the way from Japan to Alaska saw the same thing uh, in the middle of the ocean. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's uh, an amazingly fascinating, and of course you get the, the uh, goofballs on Twitter who say it's the end of the world and it's the sign of the end times. It's probably something to do with, oh, I don't know, schools of fish giving off certain colors maybe? I have no idea. I'm not a biologist. Uh, but it is i love stories like that cuz there's a lot going on we don't know anything right, about
2: right right and we want an explanation and there's but been we no can. mention of ufo's
0: involved in this it's just it, you're a pilot flying along and you look out your window and there's this magnificent red
3: how would i describe it just looks it? like a giant red couple of red splotches or blobs or yeah, whatever you would want to call blobs, it. yeah but there are there is hot
1: points <clears throat> Where it's uh, glowing like yellow orange, like it's the the source of the heat.
0: Well, what hot point would there be in the Northern Pacific? I'm referring to the picture. Yeah. It's oh, I'm sorry. It's a red blob oh, with God I'll keep yellow. my voice down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like the. I don't like this version
4: of Joe. <laughs> no, me either. I, I don't either. I want to get like yelled Karen, at just Karen, like rookie. Uh,
0: Karen emailed me and said, you you really shouldn't be doing that." So no, I, I'm really going to keep it down. Karen's wrong. You
4: should, you should yell at us and make sarcastic I remarks I paid the we full price. Uh, yeah, I right. want the
2: full joke. I want the A show. <laughs> yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> Shut Carol. the hell up and I'll do the next story. <laughs> Thank Carol
2: Molnow. Carol Molnow? Carol Molnow. I remember that night. Yes.
0: She put her hand on Jesse's knee and he had a bit of anxiety. Don't touch me.
3: What is red and smells like blue glow? That's what this video... Red glow. Orange glow. <laughs> it does look like jellyfish, like pockets of jellyfish, it's, it's, but, but it's I, not.
0: I'm I'm of the opinion that the red the pilots are seeing is in the air, not on the water. Mm. I could be wrong, but it strikes me in. Wait a he's, minute. He's the
1: explanation is right here. Oh. Um, <laughs> what am I looking at? Daily Mail.
0: Yeah, they'd have it. They love that kind of stuff.
1: Uh, surrey fishing, uh, sorry fishing. S-A-U-R-Y, pronounce that for me. Sorry. sorry. Traditionally found in the Pacific Ocean, uses massive LED lights on fishing boats to attract fish, allowing them to be easily scooped up in nets. However, there is a type of Atlantic Surrey that is found from the Gulf of St. Lawrence, Canada, down to Bermuda.
0: Hmm. Well, maybe that's the answer. And there is no mystery whatsoever. And the end times are, in fact, not here. Mm -hmm. But from Daryl, I have more proof that the end is near. From WWMT-TV News Channel 3 in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and WMXMI Fox 17 in Grand Rapids, Michigan, People people who choose to defecate, urinate, or toss litter throughout the streets of Kalamazoo will no longer risk jail time after city leaders voted to decriminalize such offenses in the interest of making the city more equitable. Sure. Why not? What? The Kalamazoo City Commission unanimously voted to amend more than two dozen sections of ordinance codes during its meeting July 18, WWMT-TV reported. As a result, six violations that were formerly misdemeanor offenses, punishable by jail time, and now civil inf- and are now civil infractions subject to fines only. Public defecation, public urination, and littering are among the offenses. City commissioners, commissioners opted to decriminalize. Wxmi reported. Kalamazoo City Commissioner Chris Pradle said the city commission wanted to make laws fairer and more equitable for the homeless people who are most impacted by them. One thing a lot of people don't realize is a misdemeanor is for life as much as a felony, he said, according to WWMT. So many things come with a permanent record on somebody's record. Perhaps the city should change its name to Kalama poop LAUGHTER <laughs>
1: 10 hours and 22 minutes from my location, I can be there with a load, a truckload of Mr. Chairs to sell to the homeless people so they can poop wherever they want. I'll even include a half a roll of toilet paper for every chair sold. As
0: nonsensical as this is, I must break it down. To use the word to make the city more equitable makes the presumption that everyone defecates and urinates outside. Okay. In other well, words, to be equitable the, uh, means Douglas to County. make equal, that yeah. the outcomes are equal. So that means they're making the presumption that the citizens of Kalamazoo, Michigan, routinely are doing their business outdoors. <laughs> and therefore, it's been unfair to punish the homeless for doing their business outdoors. None of that makes any sense, which is why the word equitable is, is used incorrectly here. It doesn't make any sense. It defies the very definition of the term equitable.
2: Words don't have meaning, though, Joe.
0: Well, words don't have any meaning, and dictionaries are following suit to make sure they're no longer useful.
1: Um, Kalamazoo, I'm going to assume, is in Kalamazoo County, Michigan. There are an estimated 702 homeless individuals in Kalamazoo County, Michigan. That's a 24% change from 2018.
0: Well, God bless them, and uh, typically they would do their business outside, but not to be equitable with people who don't. Hmm. It has nothing to do with people who do or don't. The word is misused. They're not equitable.
4: These are just woke city council people who are not useful. I'm looking at the change now. I don't think the change is bad, but you're right. Using the word equitable is stupid. Well, yeah, it doesn't uh, make sense. It's still illegal to do both, but it now will not go and be a misdemeanor and go on your permanent criminal record. No, it'll just so be a, a fine. It's a civil, yeah, civil infraction. And I doubt that I doubt infraction. that they'll
0: levy any fines because what makes them think a homeless person has the money to pay the fine? Mm-hmm. So they're they're just they're they're throwing up their hands and saying we give up. Let's get down to the, am I
1: headed to Kalamazoo with a truckload of Mr. Chairs or not?
0: <laughs> Why not? Why not?
3: Yeah. Hold on before you move on. Someone just sent this video of Governor Tim Walls. Yeah. <clears throat> I, he must have spoke recently because this, this was posted yesterday at 10.15 p.m. You ready? It's only six seconds. Okay. The good news is Minnesota has the
0: lowest incarceration rate of any state in the country. We have a lot of folks on work release. He's, well, he's bragging about that? The What's problem the is, Governor, there? we should have a higher incarceration rate.
3: Yeah, we should lead the nation. I'm trying yeah. to find the source. Um, yeah, well,
0: f- figure out the context there.
3: That's what I'm trying to do right now. All
0: right. Well, while you do that, let me tell you that Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood, family owned, multi generational, it's their only store. It's easy to get to. It's right on the uh, intersection of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. And the family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock. They're arriving daily. This includes the all-new Volkswagen Taos, a small SUV that offers all wheel It's not that small. My brother has one. It's bigger than what I'm driving. And I'm driving a uh, Fiat from Schmelz Countryside. I've seen it. Uh, all-wheel drive, IQ drive, advanced safety systems. There's the family-size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. Those are very handsome. They do have the Volkswagen ID4 SUV, all-electric, named the 2021 World Car of the Year. And Volkswagen is coming out with the old hippie van. Only it'll be oh, all electric sweet. and really cool looking. Okay. It's on the uh, drawing boards, if not in production. The
2: hippie van.
0: Schmel's Countryside uh, doesn't have 15 stores. This is their base of operations. Great people, great service. I've shopped there for many years. I'll continue to uh, because I love the marks they have. M-A-R-Q-U-E. I'm throwing you a little car Got it. there. Got it. Schmel's Countryside at the corner of Highway 61 and Highway 36 in Maplewood. And uh, great details on inventory at SchmelzVW.com.
2: Change can be good, man. Change can be good, especially when it's in your home. What I'm talking about is that dreary old living room carpet that you have. Yeah, every once in a while you'll get new furniture, but you don't always think about the flooring. The new carpeting, maybe you want to switch to hardwood, maybe tile, vinyl, whatever the case may be, Redmond's Flooring and Design in Anoka should be your landing spot. They have a design center where they will walk through the entire process with you. You can tell them what you'd like, uh, what color, sit down, take a look at it, take it home, put it on the floor, and then... Go ahead with your order. That's what they like to do. Slow and Steady wins the race with Redmond's Flooring and Design, established in 1956. They're not the overnighters that zip in, zip out, and try, hey, let's go, let's get this done. No, they're going to take their time, they're going to do it right, and they're going to listen to you. They're going to give you a free estimate. I'll tell you what, Mike and his whole crew out there do a wonderful job. If you want to see the reviews, five-star reviews for their customers at redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. They work with Mohawk, the biggest name in flooring, and everybody knows that. 763-Book-An-Appointment, 316-3332, or online at redmansplural.com. Yep. Is rolling. It's it's random. Random. Yeah, Is everything going? No, we're, we're
3: not right. rolling yet, Joe. Don't worry, not rolling yet. You know, Patrick Royce uh, I don't want that one. What are you doing? <laughs> you cannot stop him. <laughs> he you just make a move. How did you do that? Joe Suture. I pressed the wrong button. No, but you played two things at once. I don't. I've big never... fingers. Sorry. Go ahead, Kenny.
1: Are you uh <laughs> scan bucket donors done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you rolling it? <laughs> aim yet? High Construction MN dot The GLers full service construction company and quality work along with Honest Service. That's their deal. Now, you as GLers, you're not legally obligated to book your project with Chris and his crews at AMI. But there's a good reason why they're the official uh, construction contractors. They can do anything construction-related, and they can do it well. They're kitchen pros, bathroom pros, bedroom, rec room, basement. You know, there's this new show on Netflix. The title kind of uh, slips my mind how to build some sort of room in your house. Anyway, it's very specific. I can't remember, but I know they could build those kind of rooms for you, too, if you get my gist, you know. Uh, That's just interior work. They're exterior pros, too. Aim High Construction MN will bless you with a whole new environment, indoors or outdoors. Click on aimhighconstructionmn.com. Get in touch with Chris. Discuss getting on the schedule today. Get a quote so you can get locked in at a price especially you really want to get that bid ball rolling, AimHighConstructionMN.com.
3: Before we go to John, I don't know if you see uh, have this, Johnny, but this is just reported uh, in Dallas. Do you have that? Love, Love Field. Love yeah. Field. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm just seeing stuff breaking on social what happened? media. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah.
4: Johnny, now, somebody fight. Yeah, somebody fi- – yeah, well, let's do that story first as long as we brought it up. Uh, somebody fired basically into the air there, and they arrested her. They shot her. And, uh, let me find out here. At Love Field? Lo- at Love Field, a woman oh. allegedly firing several gunshots into the air at Dallas Love Field Airport before police shot her and took her into custody. It uh, all happened about 11 a.m. local time. 37-year-old woman arriving at the airport went inside near the ticket counters, according to Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia. She went to the bathroom, came out wearing a hoodie, pulled out a firearm, and began shooting, apparently aiming at the ceiling a ceiling. An officer on scene shot her in the lower extremity and she was taken into custody and is in the hospital. Nobody was injured, but the incident did spark some chaos at the airport as people fled. Michael Lowenstone had just arrived at the airport on a flight from Denver and he was walking toward baggage claim when the chaos erupted. Uh, He said it was chaos for a moment. Dallas Love Field Airport, about six miles northwest of downtown Dallas, primarily serves southwest Airlines.
0: i wonder what determines if you land at Love Field or the other one i guess if you're one southwest smaller, it's smaller field. correct love yeah, Field's and Ab- the original
1: yeah and but it's that's smaller, that's why uh, i said love field whenever i hear we have breaking news from dallas i always yeah. fill in the next line from love field dot, that's,
4: dot, where dot. I, that's
0: where yeah. kennedy landed well, that's right. He got assassinated. Because so. the other airport was not that's, even built.
1: Yeah, that's where the CIA yeah. murdered him, down there. In, in
0: <laughs> John Heighton, the Come news. On. magic
2: bullet. Oh, oh, thanks. Uh,
4: the dancing thanks. bullet. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> dancing bullet. After the city of Minneapolis stalled negotiations <laughs> with the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. I wasn't playing either. Over the fate of the <laughs> Minneapolis Police Department, talks have resumed and city officials say they've agreed on a joint set of principles that will guide them forward. In a report back in April, you might remember the department found the Minneapolis Police Department had engaged in a pattern of racial discrimination. Investigators found that Minneapolis police were more likely to arrest or use force on residents of color and that it was common for officers to use prejudicial or abusive language. The Department of Human Rights initiated an investigation into Minneapolis police just days after George Floyd's killing by a Minneapolis police officer in 2020. City officials officials disputed parts of those findings and skipped two meetings with the state. But the two sides now said they've agreed on a statement of principles that will guide the talks. The U.S. Department of Justice also looking into the Minneapolis Police Department. The parties agree that any federal consent decree that's reached, uh, decree, excuse me, with the city allows them to modify the state settlement to ensure they don't conflict. As Minnesota's unemployment rate sits at a record low, job growth is on the rise and the ball is in job seekers court. And according to the Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development, or DEED, they were in Eagan today to speak with employers for its summer of jobs campaign as a lot of positions remain unfilled. Deed Commissioner Steve Grove said it's a good time to be a job seeker. He said there's a lot of opportunity in Minnesota, and job seekers can be picky in where they go and what they choose. The state unemployment rate right now is a record low, 1.8 percent from June. That puts Minnesota at number one among all states in last month's U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics report. Nationally, the rate for unemployment sits at six, uh, 3, excuse me, at 3.6 percent. Uh, Meanwhile, the State Fair will host a job fair this week, July 27th, that would be Wednesday, at the North End Event Center. uh, Four to seven o'clock, a one-stop shop Minnesota State Fair hiring process. State Fair departments will be hiring for variety of jobs to work together during the 12 days of the Minnesota State Fair, which is underway,
2: uh, what,
3: about a month now. And just a reminder, GLers, we're looking for help for the Minnesota State Fair, so apply right now at garagelogic.com.
2: Don't. Come on. Come on.
1: If you want a bunch of guys in their 60s telling you you're doing it wrong, shop at the GL. <laughs> the,
3: the Minnesota State Fair Garage Logic, the daily you're doing it wrong segment. You're huh? doing a, it all wrong. Get, get a, a t-shirt and some free
4: mansplaining. Yep. <laughs> now we could just put a big sign there, mansplainers. Now, now, now a, what you got
1: to do with this GL shirt is you got to cut the sleeves off. That way you can breathe a little better and <laughs> get a full suntan all the way up to the... We
2: can't can't, can't hire listeners because they'll sit there and chat with us all day, and we don't want to... Then why are we running this ad? Maybe they have friends. You can't do it if you're a listener and you're a a super fan. It's got to be someone else in your family or a neighbor. A relative
3: that has no idea who we
2: are. I'm not in the
1: the talk shop, Let me translate for you. By sit there and talk to us, he means drink all our booze. Right. And that's what stay
2: out want. of the fridge. Yeah. If
4: you uh, if you guys are done making fun of our listeners, I'll move on with the news now. Yes. Copy that. U- Ukraine is pressing ahead with its plan to resume grain exports across the Black Sea, according to a government official. This is all in the faces of a Russian missile attack on the port of Odessa that raised doubts about the viability of an international agreement that was aimed at easing a global food shortage. Millions of tons of grain in Ukraine's ports have been held hostage by the war, but a deal struck on Friday that involved Turkey and the United Nations, appeared to offer some hope. A day later, though, a missile strike from Russia damaged infrastructure at the port, and that called the deal into question. Under the agreement, Ukrainian captains would be protected as they sail their ships out of port and into the Black Sea, where the Russian Navy is dominant. Spokesman for the regional military administration in Odessa said today Ukraine will continue to work to carry out the plan. Meanwhile, the government of Ukraine has issued a blacklist of individuals who they judge to be promoting Russian propaganda. It includes a number of prominent Western individuals. The Center for Countering Disinformation, established under President Vladimir Zelensky, headed by former lawyer Polina Lysenko, states its aim is to detect and counter propaganda and destructive information, uh, misinformation. It published on its website a list of politicians, academics, activists that are promoting Russian propaganda, including... U.S. Republican Senator Rand Paul, former Democrat Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, military political analyst Edward Lutwak, and journalist Glenn Greenwald. The list does not explain what the consequences are for anyone mentioned.
3: I have a question in terms of Ukraine. Uh, the latest package that we sent now brings our total to around forty billion dollars. Is that accurate? I believe so. Okay. I don't know, yeah. And that was proposed and approved by the same group of people that thought five billion dollars to secure our own border was too expensive. Is that yeah. correct?
0: Right. We have no border. Right. So but we're helping Ukraine to okay. maintain its border.
3: And I am all for helping Ukraine. That's fine. But that that doesn't the, their logic doesn't make any sense. Of course it does.
0: Those fruitcake Russians said, "Yeah, you can ship grain." Then they bombed Odessa. Yeah. So they I finished Bill Browder's latest book, "Freezing Order." I have a loathing for the, uh, not the Russian people necessarily, but anyone with a position of authority and that is corrupt and evil and is a liar
4: and a thief. You know what I don't get? And perhaps I'm naive. Well, I know I'm naive. But you have all this. uh, uh, They are attacking civilian targets on purpose. Right. And you have, quote, rules of war. Right. Well. So there's really no rules of war because nobody's no, doing anything. They're about liars, it. cheats, they and they're yeah. violating
3: every single one of the rules. Yeah,
4: right. nobody's doing a damn thing about but it. But don't Nobody they just will, so.
3: they use those rules of war post-war,
1: right? Well, like that's you're not what they use for. them post-war. To, no, to to, to for put for convictions. Trial, Yeah, meeting? for trials and convictions, yeah, like the Nazis, like they did right. with the Nazis.
4: Right. Yeah, yeah you're, you're you're probably correct there again. Well, it's thousands just of guess, indigenous John.
1: people. I'm sure we'll get corrected.
4: <laughs> what
2: are we to go through life?
4: Thousands thousands of indigenous people converged Monday on the small Alberta prairie community of Maskwasis to hear a long-awaited apology from Pope Francis for generations of abuse and cultural suppression at Catholic residential schools across Canada. The Pope scheduled to arrive in mid-morning at the site of the former Erminiscan Indian Residential School, now largely torn down. He planned to pause at the sites of the former school and nearby cemetery before speaking in a large open area to school survivors, relatives, and other supporters. He arrived Sunday in Edmonton where he was greeted by representatives of Canada's first uh, three main indigenous groups along with political and church dignitaries. The Canadian government has admitted that physical and sexual abuse were rampant in the state-funded Christian schools that operated from the 19th century to the 1970s. Some 150,000 indigenous children taken from their families forced to attend in an effort to isolate them from the influence in their homes, native languages and cultures and try to assimilate them into Canada's Christian society.
1: Uh, such, I have a question for you regarding this uh, issue. Everybody knows you're kind of a shadow manager, uh, big shot behind the scenes in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, any plans on uh, y'all uh, cutting them a check no
4: okay. not at this point okay can can't there's not a lot of money left in the Catholic Church yeah.
2: you know that basket that they pass around on sundays it's just not as it's not as um uh, overflowing as it used to be, it's not heavily burdened. It's not heavily burdened. I don't even. I, I think it can fit in one basket now.
3: My favorite though was when we would attend and uh, the old man would hand w- one of us four kids the the envelope to put in. You know, yeah, it was yeah, always a special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. then of course one of us kids would drop it in, and then the guy would stop the basket in front of dad, saying, "Hey, hey, let's go here."
2: Yeah. Well, that's oh, my old nice. man and his
0: buddies did that all the time yep. in church. They mm-hmm. just held See? it there until you coughed up.
3: <laughs> what I
1: did is the envelope was handed to me. But I always had an extra empty envelope. No! Oh, good call. Very clever. Very clever. clever. Very called called clever. The, uh, the and you very and
2: distinctly sent that envelope into the, the required sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah, one yeah, of the many,
1: many reasons that uh, our Lord and Savior hates me. One of the many reasons.
2: I don't think so. It's like the sting, you know? <laughs>
4: the average us price of regular grade gasoline fell again it's now down about 32% over the past 2 weeks 32% 32 cents over the past 2 weeks to 4.54 a gallon industry analyst trilby lundberg of the Lundberg survey said the continued decline comes as crude oil costs also fall. He said in a statement, further drops at the pump are likely as the wholesale gasoline price cuts continue making their way to street level. The average price at the pump down 55 cents over the past six weeks, but it's buck 32 higher than it was one year ago. Nationwide, the highest average, 5 65 in Los Angeles. Lowest average Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at three ninety per gallon. According to the survey, the average price of diesel dropped twenty two cents over two weeks. It now sits at five fifty five per gallon. That's still too expensive. I think I saw four twenty four
1: here
2: in Alexandria this morning.
4: You and know four fifteen over the weekend.
2: Nice. Costco. Do you want to know how you can um, save on gas though for real? How? If you stayed home. And called Kahuna, window cleaning <laughs> and seasonal services. <laughs> You don't have to drive in. You don't have to go to the store. You want to see that coming. You want to be there when you want to be at home when they stop by after you've called them like I did and say, "Can we do this on a Wednesday or Thursday? Those are my two off days." Yeah, we can do that. They do come to you. They They do come to you. Nice. And I do have a lot of feedback from other GLers that have said I have used Kahuna and they do a fantastic job. I love it when everybody gets back to me and says, "This is my experience." Dear Rookie, thank you for recommending Kahuna Window and Cleaning Services. On July 14th, a very nice young man named Jackson came to my home on time and ready to get the job done. In an hour and a half, he knocked out a job that would normally take me all morning and all afternoon. My windows are sparkling. When I bought my house 20 years ago, I was a young chick of 38. You do the math. I'm done maneuvering the ladder and the buckets and the squeegee. Kahuna Window Cleaning is now a trusted partner to help me enjoy my home. Longtime listener since 97. Love you guys. Barbara in St. Paul Park. Beautiful. Thank you for doing my ad. She trusts Kahuna, and Kahuna did a great job. Not just the windows. House washing, gutter cleaning, roof washing. Call them at 612-888-5248 or go online to kahunawindowcleaning.com Mention you're a GL like Barbara did, they're going to waive the trip charge. Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. Ta-da! Let's talk
4: Mega Millions as long as we're talking money. Oh, hey, I brought a ticket. You, you didn't win. Yeah. I Did I win yeah i got screwed yeah no it's screwed tomorrow on friday night the drawing is tomorrow the next drawing tuesday around 790 million dollars that would be the fourth largest uh, lottery jackpot ever uh your odds at the grand prize <laughs> one in three hundred and two and a half million. and
0: a what was you the most recent drawing
4: friday night friday
0: oh well, that's why well, i had my ticket before then so apparently i didn't win
3: Oh, you didn't. Well, you better win. check. I didn't you want, want a million, though. I didn't even what if, yeah, what if you want a hundred? What if you want
4: a million? Yeah, you yeah. might better check. Take it back I, and
2: have him scan it. Do-do-do-do. I never you're trust
1: on. that because um, if somebody like Matthew was working the scanner, he'd go, no, nope, you're a loser. Yeah, I'll throw know. it away no. for you. No, makes... because
3: they tear it up then usually It was
0: $2. When it cost $2. Yeah.
3: Uh, you just bought one? Copies.
1: Yeah. Geez, I spent like
2: five, six hundred bucks on tickets. Well, you're, you're a complete <laughs> idiot. <You're>, uh, <laughs> your your take home check, yeah. After the government's taken their half, yeah, is two hundred thirty five million dollars. Okay, Boy, now figure only out. Only we had a news oh, guy to tell you that. What complete. is oh, sorry, the but, if
1: know. I spend five hundred dollars and that's my take home. What percentage did I uh, did I spend? <laughs> what was my
3: investment? Five in? divided by two.
4: Let's get a CPA on got that right here. Is, okay. this a,
0: is this a record drawing?
4: No, not yet. It's fourth. It's the fourth largest lottery jackpot. What in the in, in, so d-
0: in other words, I might have won it Friday night, and they don't know it.
4: No, no you didn't no. win it Friday, but no, you could no, have no, won no. a million. Huh. So you what should check you your numbers. What do you got to do to win a million? Sure you have to match yeah. all five except the mega ball. Oh boy. Mega so. ball. You like <laughs> mega balls, always, Joe? Yeah. <laughs>
1: God. Joe's nickname in college. <laughs> <Humaniles, you> are.
3: <laughs> I right, I'm to this podcast every
2: a... day. I might even come in every once Kenny, in a while.
3: Kenny, <clears throat> it would be. No, I'm not listening to 0.00 0.0000238%. <laughs> 0.00 that would be my investment. Correct. And Such just called me a
1: dummy
2: for spending yeah, five, six hundred bucks. Just buy two. Buy two. You're going to win or you're not going to win? No, you buy one. Well, if I buy two, I might win on the other one. Your chances
4: double,
0: then. Yeah.
4: yeah. To uh, illuminate the point Rook made a little earlier, uh, if you opt for the cash, which, you know, everybody does, don't they? You mm-hmm. you'd get $464.4 sure. 4 but then there's federal taxes, 37% off that cash prize. So now it's less than $300 million. And then state taxes, of course, would cut into the amount depending on uh, where you live. So like Rook said, it'd okay. be in the, in the low $200,000. Know, $200 a- something. Sorry. So the
1: interest, say I do that and I put all the money in the bank, and then that money is g- going to, you're going to get interest, right? And that interest is also taxable, is it not?
2: Yes. So whatever money she'll... you make, you'll make $12 million a year, and you'll have to pay half to the government. You'll end up making $6 million a year. What a ripoff! Well, I Where mean, depending go. on what percentage, if you get seven percent, you can probably get seven percent. Well, maybe not now. Where were the
0: Friday numbers in Saturday's paper? Right <laughs> on your phone. Just uh, go to
1: the Google on your phone and put in what is it? Mega, mega millions. And it, it'll.
3: All you have to do
1: is put in Mega, and it'll hop up on. The well, screen
3: you can't there. do that because you might get the Mega bus.
2: Right. Uh, yeah. If you.
3: Put it's in $235 $2 million dollars, oh, and you got 7% Lord.
2: annually return, $16.5 million, you'd make $8 million a year after taxes. Every year, every year, it would just keep going 8 8, eight and I
4: higher. didn't think I'd get five minutes out of the Mega Million story, but I guess I did, huh? huh. Yeah, he's uh, really
1: not paying attention, is he? He's doing that. 14 40
0: 60 64 66 and 16 has a star on it. Does That's that make if if the a big big winner, that's the big winner. That's the big ball. That's the winner. Is that the mega ball? Yeah. So all you got to do Sweet. is get five numbers correct. And you get a if million. You got
2: those,
4: Yeah. If you got those other five right, you want a million bucks.
0: I am going to have to. take and, a And look. I'm
4: sure there's there's lesser totals too. I, See, I don't know. No, I'm going to need a, all that. Gonna, I need all that money. Liquidation. Make <laughs> an investment, Joe. Spend a <laughs> hundred bucks. Yeah. Hey, uh, last week we had the frightening robot story about the dogs. Uh, the robot dogs. Well, how about this one? A chess robot broke a 7-year-old boy's finger during a match in Russia last week. Video posted... Russia.
2: That's a badass robot that went mutant cyborg on him.
4: Video posted to social media. The incident shows the robot, which is playing three simultaneous matches against various opponents using a large mechanical arm playing the young victim. The boy reaches to move one of his pieces. The robot grabs his finger. He doesn't twist it or anything. However, he did break the finger. Several adults rushed in soon after the incident, freed the boy's hand. Sergei Lazarev, president of the Moscow Chess Federation, told the task news agency after the incident, the robot broke the child's finger. This is, of course, bad. Several adults rushed mm-hmm. in soon after the incident. The robot uh, was rented by us, Sergei said. It's been exhibited in many places for a long time with specialists, the child made a move apparently, and after that we need to give time for the robot to answer, but the boy hurried and the robot grabbed him. According to Guardian Sergei Smogin, Vice President of the Russian Chess Federation, it's the boy's fault. He said there's certain safety rules and the child aided violated them huh. according to lazarev the boy was not phased by the incident returned to play chess the next day with his finger in a, a cast
1: a question about that story does it say anywhere in that story if that uh, robot will uh, grab any other portions uh, of the uh, <laughs> it does body. not okay. Just don't make any sudden
0: movements i don't like a robot that can think that's <laughs> bad <laughs> That's that's the limb I'm on.
4: Right. They're going to take over, (laughs) Joe. Right. You might as well get used to it. Isn't that what we want them to do? I don't want my robot thinking. No. Just do what I say. Just
0: vacuum the floor.
4: Right. A 75-year-old nudist is in custody in France after allegedly killing a 46-year-old man on a nudist beach on a lake near Lyon. 75, huh? What do you use? The victim had reportedly fondled himself while deliberately staring at a female nudist when an argument broke out between the two men.
0: That's a breach the of sure. etiquette.
4: Yes, it is. Yeah. The shooter, well, he had breached etiquette in one other way we'll get to in just a moment. Yeah. The shooter then took his registered hunting pistol from his beach bag and shot the younger man. Uh, police on bicycles who regularly patrol the Grand Park mirabal Jonage area where the incident took place heard three shots responded to the scene. Onlookers reported that the victim, who was not apparently a regular on the beach, had been a nuisance earlier in the morning when he, uh, he uh, pleasured himself, shall we say, in front of the sunbathers while he was standing in the water. There's a lot going on we- out
3: there, Joe, isn't there? Uh, a lot of going on out there I don't know anything about. <laughs> Witnesses also say the shooter so
4: you say. is a longtime naturist who often discouraged bad behavior on that beach. Uh, France is a haven, of course, for nudist beaches, and the area where the incident took place has dozens of designated beaches where nudity is often required in order to prohibit perverts from causing problems. Hmm. The elderly nudist, who has not been named in accordance with French privacy laws, has been accused of deliberate homicide. Uh, he could escape prison time, though, con- uh, if convicted because of, of his age of 75 years
0: Well, the guy old. was just trying to keep order on the beach, that's all. Every time we
1: hear about nudist camps, I always think of Shot in the Dark, that uh, Peter Sellers
0: (laughs) Pink Panther movie where he walks through with a guitar.
4: Guitar, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Johnny, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Why don't we return shortly? Okay. Okay.
3: Brainerd International, Patrick, what do you got? Holy
5: cow. Uh, there will be – the motorbikes are back. The big superbikes are back. One weekend of pure adrenaline, Moto America is coming to Brainerd International Raceway with five classes – 120 riders, 90 different superbike races, and 190 miles an hour like this. Wow. I got my hand going like yes, this. Yes, it's tilted. upside down. Join BIR and Motor America for three days of heart-pumping entertainment. July 28th and it goes through the 30th. That's 31st. That's four days. I got news for them. Whoever wrote this copy, quids kids 12 and under get in free start planning your summer visit now b-i-r-m-n dot com for camping and ticket information they're expecting a huge crowd i told you why last week Canadians. The Canadian border is open. They love bike racing. When they've had it in the past, they had big Canadian turnout. So it should be uh, wild and wild and woolly, as we used to say in Fulda, Minnesota. July 28, 31. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, go to uh, BIRMN.com. Wait a minute. Jesus. Okay.
3: Now you are? Yeah. Okay. I'm not
0: editing
2: that out. (laughs) It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Sussure. We're Joko.
3: His head's just down in disgust. When you put your head on the desk, we can all see
1: that bald spot. I know. And when are they going to update the photos, our promo photos? Because uh, those promo photos were taken back when you were a hippie.
0: I don't know.
4: Theres nothing old. left up there. I had no gray hair on those. <laughs>
1: what? Uh, I have hair. What's me? What's the uh, what's the date today? Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. But Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, he's still sending it like it's the weekend of the fourth. That uh, celebration for him started June twenty seventh with a big old sale on every Liberty safe in the store, and it ain't over till the end of July. And, oh, by the way, the Liberty Safe, we talk about Americana. uh, The Liberty Safe is Americana, made in the United States, made by Americans, and all materials come from the United States. And right now, Maple Grove Lock and Safe selling all in-stock Liberty Safes at 20% off, 20%. Do the math. Uh, Log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com, get familiar with the Liberty lineup, and then get over there, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, Maple Grove. Say hi to your new best friend, Rich, and enjoy 20% off all of the in-stock safes, the safe of your choice, at maplegrovelockandsafe.com.
3: You know, it's neat. Kenny mentioned the date. Mm -hmm. I like to think that a week from today, it's going to be August.
0: Right. Right. Uh, In fact, a week from today, it'll be August 1st.
1: That one was fifty-eight, fifty-two. Attaboy. I told
0: you at the beginning of the show we've reached peak temperatures, and it's kind of a yeah. slide downhill from yeah. here. Even though Al Gore says that the, we're, we're going to die from right. this
3: heat, we have to act now. Yeah,
0: we've certainly had a benign summer of weather, haven't we? Oh, are you kidding me? It's been hotter yeah, than hell. It it's been unbearable. It I guess I was referring to storms. What are you looking for? My phone. Well,
3: you want me to call you? Yep. It's in the yeah.
0: bathroom. Is it on uh, loud
3: or It's next silence? to the bottle of Diet Coke.
0: And
1: yes. we're recording, by the way. We're recording. It's okay. in your pocket.
3: <laughs> Where was I? Uh, you got were talking about
1: glasses, going. Al
3: Gore.
0: Does. Yeah. Oh, uh, might this what a climate emergency... What? Has he got it?
4: Did he find it?
0: Might this be what a climate emergency could look like? The French government is set to force all air-conditioned shops to close their doors and switch off advertising lighting overnight. Energy Transition Minister Agnes Panier-Runaker says it's absurd that leaving doors open while the air conditioning is running can lead to 20% more energy consumption. Uh, Businesses which break the ban due to come into force in the next few days when Panier-Runaker issues new decrees will face a 750-euro fine. Some cities like Bois-en-Brosse, Lyon, Bescon, and Paris have already had municipal rules in place since the middle of July, but now the government wants to expand the initiative to the whole country. While a ban on eliminated advertising between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. currently applies in towns and cities with less than 800,000 residents, the new regulations would make it applicable no matter what the size of the population. Amp... Amp... Ken, a French association which campaigns against light pollution, said that the challenge comes in enforcing the regulations, uh, which currently doesn't happen consistently. President Emmanuel Macron's Citizens Climate Convention had proposed even more ambitious curves on light pollution and in- and electricity use, including banning all video advertising screens in public spaces and on public transport, but these ideas were ultimately rejected.
1: Oh, they're so precious, aren't they?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, 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 I would imagine. There. I would imagine if you got to be on a, on the what was it called the uh, Macron's uh, climate citizens climate convention, you'd be so full of power, you'd be just walking around saying, "Turn that off."
3: Swaggering, yeah. swaggering. Turn that off. Yeah. Flashing your
0: badge Turn under that off. penalty of law. That'll happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen.
3: Does it's Biden bad. still have a window where he can do that here? By the way. Sure, but so far he hasn't. Okay. I didn't know uh, if there was like you know it had to be done by August first, whatever the case. I don't is know. A,
0: there's nothing you can do.
3: Is he still out on the
0: pontoon, or is he back at work? Who, Biden? Uh, no, he's uh, his symptoms are improving mightily, and uh, he's uh, in fine, fine fettle, and uh, I think they docked the pontoon boat on the Podomac and he's walking back to the White okay. House, nice. oh. where he's all right. all right. Boy, I sure well, see a lot of people be-
4: outside still with masks on.
3: I saw a gentleman it's right out front of our building when I was walking in today. Yeah, outside by himself.
4: I, I I saw I was in my garage the other day, and a guy rode by on a bike. Wearing a mask. That's hot, man. On a bike. <laughs> that is I looked hot. At my wife and I looked at my wife and I said, Did I really just see that? And she said, Yep. That is their right as Americans. Absolutely. Citizens. Well, that's fine. I Absolutely. don't care.
3: I just thought it was odd. But it's prefer, also our right to make fun of them. I would prefer a Richard
0: Nixon mask
3: or any kind
1: of
0: other mask. I've held myself back because maybe they're suffering from, from some other malady. Mm. Well, perhaps. Per- allergies.
3: You you per- were telling me about the guy you saw with the gimp mask on, weren't you, Kenny? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, well, I, I rewatched.
1: Like I rewatched. It's got a he's zipper on it. The zipper yeah, thing on it. Yeah. I rewatched Pulp Fiction from start to finish the other night. That is that's a hell of a good movie. Oh, it's a great it really movie. A he that's really just movie. nailed every. Yeah. And it didn't go on too long, like a lot of his
0: movies. Yeah. It's I loved Once movie. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, and I also
1: saw a little bit of that again, and I love it. Usually I hate the rewriting of history. Right. But wouldn't it have been awesome if that's how it actually played Absolutely. out? Absolutely. Yeah, best ending in a movie ever. <laughs> Plus, I liked it because Polanski's
0: driving an MGTD. That's part I liked. <laughs> of course. I just keep rewinding that part and looking at it and looking at it.
4: Only because they come to well, us. Oh, wait, as long as we're talking movies? Yeah, what do uh, you this, got? This just in. Paul Sorvino. Paul Servino. Uh-huh. has died oh no yeah Paul was 83 he made a career out of playing forceful types most notably Paulie Cicero in Goodfellas mm-hmm. uh, he, tons of other uh, great uh, parts he played he was the bookie and the gambler in the 70s played uh, Henry Kissinger and Nixon if you saw Nixon mm-hmm. he was in several Warren Beatty movies uh, that championship season how old was he was he in 83 80, oh I'm sorry if you, I'm sorry I didn't hear you say that Eighty-three. They said he died of natural causes. Of course, he's also the dad of Mira Sorvino. What was the
0: share movie with Moon in the title? The Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Wasn't he in that?
4: Um, I don't who know. knows? I don't know. We're not women. We didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I was going to say I should know this because my wife's watched it a hundred times, but I don't think I've seen <laughs> film Oh, ever I like that film. like. Course. Course.
3: Didn't he have that. a bit role in Sopranos too? Or am I thinking of somebody else?
4: Not that I am. You would aware have been too of. big of a
3: star to have a bit roll. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Only because they
0: come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Limans. You can view their exploits at worldwidewaftage.com. On this day in 1847, a Baptist church in St. Paul held Minnesota's first known Sunday school session. That was before we were a state. And on this day in 1917 in New Ulm, a group of at least 6,000 attended a rally at Turner Park to protest the policy of sending draftees of German descent to fight in World War One. Did mm-hmm. you know that? No. And on this day in 1990, July 25th, 1990, The U.S. Senate voted 96 to nothing to denounce Dave Durenberger for reprehensible conduct as a senator, making him one of only seven members to be publicly condemned by the Senate in the 20th century. Durenberger was censured for financial misconduct, including evading the limit on outside earnings. Then why is Nancy Pelosi not censured?
4: Can we get to the bottom of what she's up to? I was just going to say, if we had these rules now, hell, you'd, you'd have this vote against fifty senators.
3: But we do, well, both don't parties.
0: we? Oh, yeah, they still exist, but they're well, not well, yeah, but us. they don't.
4: Yeah,
3: it's like the rest of the country.
0: Because as recently as 1990, the government was on the up and up.
1: Ninety-six zip. That means both parties up and up. Okay,
0: more up and up than they are today. Well, no kidding. Was that? Yeah. They no no they hit it better. Okay. They hit it better. They at least attempted to hide it, yeah. (laughs) You can escape all of this, the troubled world, the peak of summer temperatures. The peak of summer temperatures is just reaching Giants Ridge, home to the legend in the quarry at Giants Ridge, the greatest value in Minnesota golf. You're not going to find two courses of this caliber next to each other for this kind of price. And now through July 29, plenty of time left to book your trip. Played the Legend and the Quarry on the same day, 36 holes of Minnesota's best golf, for one incredible rate, with lunch on them between rounds at the Wakuda Grill, featuring a lake view that's one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. You can see this on the 3D course flyovers of the Legend and the Quarry at GiantsRidge.com. You can book your tea time online at GiantsRidge.com or by calling Giants Ridge at 218-865-8030. And if you're thinking of packing the family into the family truckster and going up there for a family vacation, there's water recreation, biking, and hiking, the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, plus dining, lodging, and more. It's all fabulous, wonderful quietude blue and green man it's nature at its best giantsridge.com thank you glers
3: glers if you could do us a favor and first subscribe to the garage logic youtube channel where we are posting daily content for you and don't forget to sign up for the garage logic daily logician newsletter you can find that of course at the website which is garagelogic.com and Follow us along on all of our social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and don't forget to download the PodMN app, where you have the chance to win prizes just for listening. We'll catch you tomorrow.